Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, here we are back again with another live off-menu tour show, James. And we're back in the Royal Albert Hall. From our residency. Our residency. The final and second night of our residency at the Royal Albert Hall, recorded on the 10th of October, 2023. As always, blah, blah, blah. There's callbacks to the first half that might not make sense if you weren't there, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Matthew Bainton was our guest. Oh, the brilliant Matthew Bainton. People very excited for Matthew Bainton to come on the show. Rightly so. I mean... Ghosts, I think the fan base of Ghosts, yes, I think crosses over with the Off Menu podcast. <gasps> crosses over the realms. <gasps> crosses over the realms. The oh, se- the secret ingredient yes. was courgette sauce, which was a callback to an audience member's menu, I believe. Ah, there you go. You see, so that's an example of something that we listen to our audience. Yes, we do, and that'll be my intro to the actual podcast. Will probably be a callback as well. Yeah, but look. It was a great night. Sorry if you weren't there, but hopefully you can really get an idea of how much fun it was at our residency at the Royal Albert Hall. Yes. Here is our residency at the Royal Albert Hall. Ed and I talking to Matthew Matthew Bennington. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, taking the oats of conversation, pouring in the golden syrup of humour, putting it in the flapjack tin of the internet, and... But no. Well, I don't like being reminded of flapjacks, I didn't know you were going to do it. Yeah. You see what I did there when I riffed it? That's how you make a fucking flapjack, mate. Not in my book. (laughs) Anyway, uh, it's the podcast flapjack. Flapjack, motherfuckers! That's a gamble. My name is James A. Castor. Together we own a dream restaurant and we invite a guest in every single week and we ask them their favourite ever start a main course, side dish and drink and dessert. Oh, not in that order. Uh, oh man, it's going really so not well in that tonight. order ever. And today, our guest is Matt Bainton! Very excited indeed. 
We're both huge fans of Ghosts. We're very excited that Matt is here to chat to us tonight about his dream menu. So, James, without further ado, this is the off-menu menu of Matt, Matt Benton! James, what are you doing? Yep, sorry. Hiya. Hi, Matt. Um, so we, we, we want to get rid of j drugged up James, and now we want the genie. So, um, oh, I can't be bothered to get up to rub it, so you'll have to imagine that you're rubbing the lamp. Just imagine it in your minds. Should, really. I, should I rub it? Maybe, actually, maybe Matt should rub it. <laughs> Okay, the traditional uh, rub lamp of just the, the lip of the lamp there. <laughs> As we see it in all the... F oh, it's working, though. <laughs> Welcome, Matt Bainton, to the Dream Restaurant. I've been expecting you for some time. Thank you for having me. Incredible that it's like you've rubbed a lamp before. You rubbed the end and then just got the fuck out of there. Yeah, I felt I sort of anticipated something. <laughs> Lamps traditionally have things pop out of them. Yes, it would have been yeah. amazing if nothing had Lamps happened. Lamps like that, anyway. Where do you think genies fit in with ghosts? Mm, good question. How do genies get on with ghosts, Matt, as an expert? Well, neither of them exist. So I guess they've got that in common. You just, I just heard people's hearts break when <laughs> yeah. you said that. Wow. <laughs> Don't believe in them. Don't believe in them at all. When you write a show about ghosts, you realise that it doesn't fucking make any sense. <laughs> None of it adds up. None of it. Uh, they can walk through walls, but they stay on the floor. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, what surfaces mean anything to them? Yeah. How far into the writing process with the rest of the guys did you stand up in the writer's room and go, none of this fucking makes sense? <laughs> we say it every morning when I wake up. <laughs> you also um, was telling us backstage that uh, that's how you feel about horrible histories as well. You said none of it... <laughs> you said... Uh, you none of it backstage happened. Said, oh, none of that fucking happened. It's, none of it's true. Definitely not. None of, none of those people existed. Oh, as part of the mainstream media conspiracy, <laughs> I was well aware of what we were trying to foist on the children of the nation <laughs> with horrible histories. Um, are you a foodie, Matt? Would you just call yourself a foodie? I love food, but I wouldn't call myself a foodie in the sense that, like, I've listened to you guys doing your selections with Rylan mm. and, like, picking skin. <laughs> yes. I'm not... I, I've been to some sort of, you know, classy joints and I've never really had a satisfying meal. I'm ne never really taken with, like, tasting menus and things that are sort of this big and, like, science food. Science food? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, hang on, what, what do you believe in? Ghosts you know or science? You know where they Which have to it? pick up... <laughs> where they have to pick up something with a tweezer. If you've got to do that... Yeah then I don't think I'm going to love it. I like a big... I'm a greedy boy, and I eat a lot, and I like a big, hearty dish. 
Mm. That's me. I think you can still be a foodie in, like, a big hearty dish. OK, well, then I'm a foodie. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean by science food. Heston, Heston stuff. Yeah, yeah. Those kind of meals where it's, like, seven, eight courses and they're all really small and there's, like, little jellies in between things. And yeah, yeah. Like, no, give me a big fucking bowl of something nice. So if you, next time you go to a tasting menu restaurant and they say, we'll be having 12 courses this evening, I want you to say, I'll have all those 12 courses, but put them in one fucking big bowl. In one fucking big bowl, (laughs) yeah. All looks the same coming out, doesn't it? I want you to say that as well. (laughs) Of your bum? Yes. (laughs) Yes, James. Um... Yeah. We always start with still or sparkling, Max. Do you have a preference? Um, can I have had a drink at the bar first? Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, a hack at the Royal Albert Hall. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I love a cocktail. I Excellent. love a cocktail. Uh, so, yes, I would like one of my favourite cocktails, a Vieux Carré, please. A what? A Vieux Carré. Let's hear it! <laughs> I don't know what that no is. No one? I think they just like yeah, cheering, those people. Yeah. Maybe. A vieux, vieux carré. A vieux carré is... Take us through the vieux just carré. Fuck it, it's just heaven. It's, it's a bit like a Manhattan. You've got equal parts uh, rye whiskey, cognac, sweet vermouth, and then a little bit of Benedictine, which is like a liqueur made by monks. Genuinely. Yeah. Is it? It's kind of like herbally liqueur, quite sweet. And then you get some Angostura bitters and some Peixos bitters. Serve that in one of those tumblers with a big, massive ice cube in the middle. It's just smooth and heavenly. What I like about this is initially you've gone, I don't like the tasting menu shit, put everything in the big <laughs> Yeah, and then put together. Then you've gone, but I'll be starting with a vieux carré. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Does nobody know what that is? <laughs> oh, dear. You got me. He's done you there. He's done me. Ed's absolutely done you. <laughs> and this is... Joe, you know what, yeah. Matt? This is why I do this podcast. I fucking love this guy. <laughs> he does, people. You slip up around him, he'll do you. <laughs> I do obviously like the sound of that. That sounds... Amazing. So do you want that it's at so the nice. bar of the dream restaurant before you go through to the main restaurant itself? Yes, please. That would be... That would be lovely. Did you say mites make it? Sorry? Did you say mites? Oh, my God. Mite. Mite. I thought one of the ingredients was made by mites. Mm. And, like, dust mites. Uh, No. Would you like me to tell him what you actually said? Yeah, go for are it. You, are you still unaware of the misunderstanding here? No, I know what you he misheard as yes. might. Yeah. I'm questioning my own voice if it's possible to mishear what I said. No, I, I absolutely heard you. Wonderful diction. Um, oh, backing him up now. You are fucking destroying him a minute ago. <laughs> Monks. Monks? Monks. Yes. Monks. Oh, that's way more interesting. Actually, I don't, I'd interesting. argue mites are well, I more maybe, surprising. Like, mites were, you know, like there's like coffee that like a monkey eats and poos it out. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. I thought maybe that was the thing with the mites. 
that they're like eating sugar or something and then excreting like a liqueur. <laughs> but the monks do that, do they? <laughs> <laughs> that might be what's happening at your fancy restaurants, but yeah. I don't like science food. <laughs> Would you have that coffee, the coffee that the... That has been pooed. Monkeys eat the coffee. Yeah, and then they and poo. Then they, poo out, they poo it out and they use that as the coffee. Does it really? I mean, it must make a difference, I suppose. Yeah, it makes it taste like shit. <laughs> Presumably not, or they mm. wouldn't... Very expensive. There's the weasel yeah. one as well, that's weasels sick it up. Really? What the yeah. fuck? How do they make the weasels be sick? <laughs> Somehow mon monkeys pooing... <laughs> Yeah. is less weird than weasels Sorry. vomiting. I should explain. James was saying monkeys, not mighties. <laughs> oh, that's... That, I was confused. Yeah. thought the mighties were doing it. I feel as though the way I've always thought about that poo thing is mm. that, like, the, like, if your child has sort of swallowed a coin or something and it just comes out in the poo. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you can still clean the coin. The coin is not now a poo coin. Yes. Like, I presume that was how it worked with the coffee beans. The, yeah. The, the coffee bean is still just a whole coffee bean. It's yes. not, like, mixed or been broken down in faeces. Mm. Got to be a bit of it on there. I reckon there's a bit of it on yeah. there. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't want to risk it. Yeah, I wouldn't be, like, give that a rinse, it'll be all right. But it's I, worth... I, I, I've never seen, like, pieces of sweet corn in my child's poo and thought, that'll be fine. Yeah, you... <laughs> Use that tonight. Rinse Wash that it off. off. Doing them in the colander. Yeah. Where'd you get those? I thought we'd use them this week. Gone yesterday. Very economical. Good money-saving tip. Um, the coffee's worth more though once it's been through the monkeys, right? So. Yeah. Mm. Th that would be like if your kid swallowed fifty p and then they shit out a quid. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, if that were true, I'd have kids. <laughs> That'd be great. Pay for themselves. <laughs> I'm going to return to my previous question, though. No, it's monks. How do the weasels be sick? Is it coffee or something else that the you weasels... You can guarantee are... the poo. Yes. Monkey eats it, they're going to poo it out. Yeah. Weasel eats something, they're not necessarily going to puke it up. Do you put your finger in its mouth? I don't think so. I think you just need to pick a monkey that's like a proper legend. Sorry, a weasel, a weasel. like a legend and is going to like get lashed on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they get pissed on it and then throw it up. Oh, is, this, is this... Am I dreaming? I feel like I'm on stage at the Royal Albert Hall yeah. when you're talking to you're me in the dream about weasels vomiting. I'm in the dream yeah. restaurant. Tell you what, we, you, you, know, you and me were walking down the corridors earlier and looking at some other things that have been on at the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. And we were doing it really to make ourselves feel amazing about what amazing stuff has been on here. But there's been a right load of shit. <laughs> so I feel OK talking about this. Yeah. The weasel's being sick. So I that's not even your water course. This no. is pre... You're at the bar, and then you're walking over to your table. Have you drunk the whole thing at the bar? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You've enjoyed oh, it. I'll have another one at the table if, if it's going. Yeah. If have you, you want it, it's your dream, man. You know that thing where if you are in a place where you have a drink at the bar and then yeah. your table's ready and they're like, oh, your table's ready. And then they've got a tray and they're like, pop your drink on there and I'll take it through. I don't trust that. I always say, no, I'll carry it through myself. Yeah. I f I'm worried they're going to drink some of it. Oh. But they're you're walking with them. 
aren't don't you? Tru- don't trust them. Okay, fine. Yeah. I just don't like... That feels like over-service to me, that I find that infantilising, if it's like... When, you, what, because you remember when uh, your mother used to offer to carry your via carré? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they don't trust you to not spill it or totally. drop it on yeah, the way yeah, or something. Yeah. And I remember when my mother didn't trust me not to drop my via carré <laughs> on the floor. Do you have a preference between still or sparkling water? Still, but I'm, not, I'm hardly going to drink any of it. Uh. And that's why. So disappointed. I've disappointed what? the Royal Albert <laughs> Well, they went to applaud It's just still. water, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's fine. I'll have some of it to kind of measure out the booze. Yeah. But in my dream meal, I will be drinking quite a lot of alcohol. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and it's fine if you don't like to do that. Yeah. Also, but I... didn't I buy one second like to be saying that. Yeah. And it's fine. If you, you're a wonderful actor, Matt, but not when it came to that moment. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't want to drink, that's fine. You just ruined my whole fucking night. <laughs> you said to us backstage, you said, uh, I hope there's no teetotal wimp heads in tonight. <laughs> <laughs> How about this, right? You're still water. Do you want ice? Yeah, go on then. Do you want it made by... Will this make you drink more water? The same monks... Sorry, monks. The same monks. Yeah. <laughs> it got you. Who made the, the drink for you. I, I mean, how are they making water? Well, have you heard of the monkeys who eat the coffee? <laughs> the monks drink So it you're offering you... me monks piss? Yes. Yeah, they drink... Or diarrhoea. <laughs> <laughs> you said that like you didn't want to offend him. Or diarrhoea. It could be either... It's fine if you want to drink diarrhea. Either could be liquid in a glass. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have just water from a tap. You want tap water? Ah, well, then this begs the question. Which tap, what part of the country okay. has the best tap water, in you know, your opinion? You, you know, you can tell a guest's come in and wants to get through the water course as quickly <laughs> as possible. And you You've re- spotted that and you're yeah, exploiting that, really aren't you? really dwelling on it. It's, it's funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Medium hard. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to take that one? Or? <laughs> Don't think there's any need to, really. Medium hard. A monk, a monk could only dream of. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, it's going to sit there, and then at some point, I'm going to realise it's still full and drink a little bit out of shame. That's what the water is there for, for me, in a meal is that everyone else is drinking it, and at a certain point, I think, oh, I've had a lot to drink, and I haven't had any water, and then I have a sip, and it's boring. Well, we, we have had guests before who've replaced the water in the watercourse with another a boozy drink. So if you, if you have another drink that you want, you could, you could hack it and, and replace the water with booze. And when we say other guests, okay. we mean us twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I have another cocktail, please? (laughs) Same one? No. I'll have some gin with some elderflower liqueur and a bit of lime squeezed in. Problems or bread! Problems or bread, Matt Bainton! Problems or bread! Bread. (laughs) Uh, What kind of bread are we talking? Um, Okay. I love bread. Yeah. Real, real bad. 
and I could, <laughs> I could conceivably have bread in sort of every course in various forms. What? So it's a hard choice, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm going to go for a sourdough, mm-hmm. which there's a, a place in Holloway, I think it is, called Bread by Bike, and they also do it... Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> also do it in a few other places, and it's the perfect sourdough. I've, it's the best one I've ever had. I often find sourdough really dry. Off, people like the sourdough with a big open crumb, where mm-hmm. it's more holes than bread. Yes. And this is just, like, still a bit moist, and it hasn't got those gaping big holes in it, and it's fucking delicious. And the crust is sort of almost burnt in a way that's, like, almost caramelised and sort mm. of sweet and chewy and beautiful. Oh, I nearly shouted, take me to church, then. <laughs> I'm so on board with this. Yeah, I, it's, fuck, it's fuck good. Fuck holes in sourdough. I hate that. I really hate it, because, like, bread is... You don't... You want stuff on it. Yeah. So don't present me with something that you're trying to get a little bit onto the tiny ledge yeah. of, of dough in the middle. You end up buttering the plate. It's really yeah. annoying. I'm or you put things on and they all just fall into the holes. Yeah. So if you try and make a sandwich with that stuff and then it's just in your hands, fuck that. <laughs> May I say, full respect to Ed there for pretending that he wouldn't eat a buttered plate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I didn't say that. I said I but It's happened multiple times. I'll get a loaf of sourdough. I'll be really excited about it. I'll get a bit, toast it, put it on the plate. Huge whacking great holes in it, put butter on it, lift it up, it's mainly it's butter and marmite on the plate or whatever I'll eat the toast then I'm, then I'm licking up that plate Lick like a dirty up. little kitten Is bread delivered by bike? I think maybe they do, so I discovered it at, um, in a market in a school playground that was Hang on. there on the weekend Context <laughs> uh, um, Context, Matt has kids I do, I have kids and I think this was like pre-lockdown. <laughs> they started like a, like a market on a Saturday in a playground of a school, and we used to and my kids were getting into cycling, and we used to cycle down there, and my daughter would be on the little seat in front of me, and then my son would be on his little bike, and it was lovely. And we went there and we found this bread, and it was lovely, and then we also got a pot of really gorgeous hummus and sat in the park and just and just ripped chunks out of this bread and dipped it in the hummus and it was beautiful that's a lovely story yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting such a lovely story you're a real nice guy sorry man, mate. yeah <laughs> sat there going five pounds for bread is a lot though then you turned to your kid and you went shit in my wallet <laughs> <laughs> shit in my wallet Wow. <laughs> the loveliest story. <laughs> I was cycling on my bike, and my daughter was on the handlebars, and my little boy was up front in his bike, and saw some lovely bread, and we saw the price, and I was like, oh, you got to shit in my wallet. <laughs> Real quick. Sorry, man. No, I can afford bread. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> I didn't need him to shit in my wallet. <laughs> Not that day. 
That sounds like delicious, but and you want you want butter on it, loads of butter on it. I'm plant-based the, these days. Yes. Did someone boo? Yep. <laughs> yes. Fuck you, pal. <laughs> Some of my meal, spoiler alert, is going to be back in the days when I wasn't vegan. Uh-huh. More that people got, that are excited about that. Than the vegan thing. And I do miss, and butter is incredible. Uh-huh. But it's really not vegan. So I'm going to, I think I'll have, if I can, I'll have that, that hummus as well. Yes, oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, Join it at the end of the bike ride. Yeah. Yeah, in the park. I That'd be nice. That. Yeah. So, I mean, although probably don't have sunk two cocktails before that, but it's fine. Um, Slightly less nice memory now. Yeah. Ghost's actor says he would drink two cocktails then take his child on a bike. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't even they're believe o- in They're God. old enough that they can both ride their own bikes now, so I'd only be risking my own life. You'd be all right. Yeah, I'd yeah, just yeah. be leaving them without a, a dad. Yeah. <laughs> and with a memory, of course. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'd... I was going to say I'd come back as a ghost. <laughs> 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 you do a show called Ghost, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I hate myself now. So. Ghost, there's some ghosts in that, all from different times. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into your menu proper, your dream okay. menu proper. Got your dream starter. I want to give. I'm going to give an honourable munchin, if I may, first. Absolutely. Respect. There's Nothing a... but respect. There's, a, there's an amazing place in, in Stroud Green called Jay Krishna, which, which is f- a fucking incredible uh, vegetarian... I th- is it vegan or vegetarian? I can't remember. Uh, Indian restaurant. And it's one of those places where, the, like, the decor is bad. The service is... There's no service. You, you like, they give you a menu and a and a piece of paper and a pencil. And then at your own leisure, you have to try and get someone's attention to say, this is what we want. And they come out when they're ready, but everything is incredible. And there's a masala dosa that they do that is just incredible, amazing. But I think because of what I'm going to have later, I'm not going to have that. But I did want to give that a shout yeah. out. So we've got the masala dosa as an honourable munchin. Yeah, that's mansion. an honourable munchin. But the, the one I'm going to go for is a, a, a restaurant that was local to me, which is sadly now closed. One of those places where after COVID it just didn't reopen. That was called Irvin Bar and Grill. That was weirdly Scottish Italian fusion. Nice. But amazing. I didn't survive the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, well, it was incredible. And I had a starter there, which was... It doesn't sound great, but it was. Yeah? Haggis bolognese. Fennel fennel and apple salad, which was... I don't know what what was in the dressing, but it was, like, shaved... Keep going, Matt. They were, like, really finely shaved... Yeah, keep talking uh, about that fennel. Fennel and apple... And the sort of aniseedy flavour of the fennel and the sweetness of the apple was incredible together. 
and I, and I don't know what was in the dressing, but it was incredible. And I rarely ever care for salads particularly, mm. but this was amazing. And a really good kind of like, you could eat a lot of it and not feel too full for yes. the rest of the meal. And I'm sorry if you don't like fennel. <laughs> We actually haven't talked about it for a long time, have we? Fennel's not really come up on the podcast for a while, but no, it's... Hasn't come up in a while. Yeah. Talked about it with Dynamo. That's how long it's been. Yeah. Dynamo called me Fennel for the whole... Called me Fennel for the whole podcast. I didn't like Fennel. And then I went on Jules Holland's show, and Jules Holland was like... I heard that episode where Dynamo called you Fennel. And he went, Dynamo's so funny. <laughs> He went, so funny to call you Fennel. I was like, yeah? It was like, yeah, yeah. He could have called you Mr. Fennel, but he chose not to and just went with Fennel, that's funnier. <laughs> Dynamo's really funny. And then he walked away. It was my full conversation with Jules Holland. Have you, found, have you had any Fennel since that moment and enjoyed it? Sometimes it's snuck into stuff, and the Finley shade thing makes me feel a bit optimistic. Because mm. sometimes there can be a li- little bit in there I can always detect it. Yeah. Even if people don't tell me. I know, there's it's pretty this. distinctive, yeah. But sometimes it's so faint that actually it works. And I can be like, actually, I like this, and they've done well here. Yeah, yeah the, you won't like this. <laughs> it's, it's fennel and apple. Yeah. yeah. There's very little else. I really like the sound of that masala dosa. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Well, I'm not choosing it. But would you normally go for fennel? This is so good that you're like, no, even yeah, though I, fennel is disgusting. I'm normally not that. My dad sometimes makes a fennel risotto, and I like risotto, and, I, and I've just chosen in my dream meal a dish with fennel. But I'm always a bit like, that's too fennelly. That sounds too fennelly. So, no, normally I'm not drawn to that. But this salad was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Really wakes up your mouth. Yes. <laughs> really wakes up your mouth after you've yeah. killed it with two big cocktails. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. James's name was Fennel in my phone for a long time. So Fennel McMeatball. <laughs> Fennel McMeatball. Yes, he called me that. Sorry, mate. <laughs> it's not Fennel McMeatball anymore. Thank you. It's all right. It's old bean now. Old bean. Because there's a new bean now. He thinks that's funny. It would take too long to explain. (laughs) This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Your dream main course, Matt. Can I have a pasta course, please? Oh, yes. Smooth move from Matt Bainson. Yeah, the, you're the first guest on this tour to invoke invoke the pasta loophole. Yeah, which is a lo- that's not a type of pasta, but it should be. Oh yeah, have some loopholes, please. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. I love that you've done a second hack. Nothing but respect for it. Everyone's gonna be walking out the Royal Albert Hall tonight, respecting you more than when they came in. <laughs> Good to know, including me. I'm going to go for a cacio e pepe. Oh. So we're going pre, pre-vegan with this pre-vegan. one. Pre-vegan. Yeah. I have had... I went to a vegan Italian in Edinburgh. I can't remember the name. And they did a vegan cacio e pepe that was pretty good. But I'm going to have the cheesy one. <laughs> <laughs> and the genie's going to make the cheese without any animals involved I can do that but it's going to be exactly that cheese that yeah. would have had animals involved I can do that no problem pecorino I think it is pecorino, yeah pecorino yeah, yeah. Pepe. today uh, my mum ordered something that had pecorino on it and they said not only is it obviously cheese with milk in but they said there might be traces of the animal in it what that's what they said it's the... mum back me up on this wow <laughs> They, they said... <laughs> the first time in podcast history so they, that anyone's asked their mum to get, back them up. <laughs> is this because they get the cow to eat the cheese and then shit it back out? <laughs> it's even better. That was it. Traces of the animal. That's what they said. They came because my mum was like, is this... There's a bit of confusion over... Is it, is it rennet? Is it like Parmesan where they make it in something that's lined with guts? Or maybe. Is that what rennet is? <laughs> Yes. What are they doing? Hang on, what the fuck? They're making parmesan in guts? Yeah. Because parmesan was always one that even as a vegetarian, you're like, ooh, I don't know if I can have that, but it's very nice. I think you're thinking of parma ham. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to embarrass you. I saw a man uh, crack the top off a pecorino recently. Huh? You know, they're massive, right? The pe- pecorinos. Yeah. Huge wheels. And they big wheel. Yeah. yeah. And they have, to get the, they have to get the top off, and they put all these tools in the side, and then they turn all the tools, and then there's a big crack, and they crack the whole top off. And I was watching that, and I, I applauded. And you get, <laughs> off, you get off on that sort of I get, stuff. I really got yeah. off on it. When, when it cracked, I cracked. You could tell. <laughs> big time. <laughs> 
I mean, you couldn't describe something that's more up your street yeah. than seeing someone crack some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you shouted cock a doo at the top of your voice. <laughs> do you want to hear about the catcher? I really do. Tell me, tell me all. I do. I'd heard somewhere that it's like the test of a really good pasta chef is cacio e pepe. And I had no idea why. And I had never had it up to a point where I was in Los Angeles. For the, and it was the first time I'd been there. And I'd, I had like a quite sort of dispiriting week of meetings with people that were aimless and didn't lead to anything. And it was like the last day of this... And I came out of this meeting really, really, really early. And I had a, f- a car booked for like two hours later <laughs> to take me to the airport. And I was like, oh, fuck, I've got nothing to do. <laughs> and you can't walk anywhere in L.A. Or you can try, but it will just be you and homeless people. Uh-huh. Everyone else is driving. But there was a restaurant like on the block. So I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll go in there. And Cacho Pepe was on the menu, and I thought, oh, I've heard that sort of, you find out if, if the chef's really good. And it was just amazing. And after that, it became a sort of thing of, like, anywhere where it was on the menu, I wanted it. Do the chefs know that you're testing them every time you order it? I mean, that's the case in any thing you order in a place, isn't it? I suppose it? so. <laughs> The, the general idea is, I want to like it. I guess I don't see my relationship with hospitality like that, that the chef better be on his fucking toes. <laughs> it's exam true. day, chef. Lovely yeah, true. Idea. I just, I, 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 I kind of liked the story of it, like, yeah. oh, that's meant to be the one that you yeah. can... If you can nail that, yeah. you can nail anything. And apparently it's all about the amount of like the lick you know the salty water that you've mm-hmm. made the pasta in you've got to reserve a bit of that broth it's got to be just the right amount and just the right temperature when you add the cheese can't be too hot can't be too much it'll go watery too much you know not enough and it's just going to be kind of thick and mm. gloopy you've got to get it just right and it's amazing if you do every time you've had a catch of pepper in a restaurant do you walk into the kitchen afterwards and go you passed the test <laughs> You are a chef. I think on that occasion, the first one I'd had, I did actually say, can you tell the chef that was incredible? That's good. I don't think I've ever done that, you know. Compliments to the chef. Please tell the chef. Now who's the asshole in the restaurant? (laughs) They know. The thing is, when you guys go to a restaurant now, they must be thinking that. You must be treated like food critics now. Is that true for you, James? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Every time I go to dessert, especially if it's a dessert. Yeah. The place we went to today, the person came out, the chef, and said, I listened to Off Menu. Thank you. He went, two tiramisu. Well, actually, he said to me, I listened to tiramisu. And my dad went, two, please. <laughs> nice. That's just reminded me of a time I was um, at a cafe with Ben Wilbond, who is another of the ghosts gang and does he believe in ghosts you'll have to ask him um and (laughs) we ordered some food and the waitress when she came over put the plates in front of us and went a couple of tarts (laughs) and it was that on the 
edge that to this day it still comes up. Do you think she meant? Yeah. <laughs> there was just momentary eye contact. Yeah. Couple of tarts. She must just push it further and further every day, I think. <laughs> I think she's trying to get fired. To clarify, we had ordered tarts. Yes. That's an important... That's what, that's I what probably she should have down, said right? that. We yeah. had ordered tarts. She didn't put yeah. down Cacio Pepe and go, no, couple of tarts. Just go, couple of tarts. <laughs> couple of fucking slacks, there you go. <laughs> Did she mean to do that? <laughs> <laughs> we have a similar thing in my family that we still talk about. Because years ago, we went to... We, we used to live in Banbury. And... Um, yeah. And um, we went back there as a family, uh, just to, like, you know, old stomping ground. Went to this tea room, ordered a round of Banbury cakes, what Banbury's famous for. There's one lady working there, like, oldest lady you've ever seen. And she brought out all the Banbury cakes and were on a circular table, and she gave them to us. And then my brother was the far end, so she, she, she went... And she went, here's your Banbury cake, and then farted so loud. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and then, like, claimed it as well. So she went, here's your Banbury cake. (laughs) Pardon me. (laughs) And... Is that now what you say when you... Yeah, here's your Banbury cake. It's still a thing in my household. (laughs) As it should be. Do you say it before you fart? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> also, she was looking dead at him. Yeah. Here's your Banbury cake. <laughs> fart. It was so disrespectful. <laughs> My mum was, like, crying with laughter. She hadn't even left the table yet, because she's a really slow old lady. Yeah. <laughs> so she's still, like, doddering round to leave, and my mum just... <laughs> streaming. <laughs> I'm going to spend the rest of this conversation fixated on trying to fart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't be the first guest. There's no... And there's no doubting what happened there. Like, it's not like the couple of tarts situation. That lady farted, she said, excuse me, and then she left the table. Yeah, yeah. There's no going, did she... um, yeah. But, but no, but the analogy would be if she meant to say, here's your Banbury cake, and then <laughs> that's yeah, like, yeah. if she meant to call it that. But this will be funny. But, yeah. It's like, here's your Banbury cake and fart at <laughs> yeah. And I'm guessing she didn't. Guessing that she didn't. We all just thought it was very funny, apart from my dad. My dad was very straight faced and looking at us like, there's nothing funny about this. Yeah. <laughs> because. Your dad can't focus on anything if someone puts a fucking pudding down in front of him. Yeah, so. it's like, the cakes are here. Yeah. It's a no-laughing matter. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Every time there's a pause is the perfect... Yeah. yeah. You, just, you, you just could just do a big fart now. No, I, yeah. it's, I haven't got one. Give it time, man. Give it time. Um, feel, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on your dream main course. I love the pasta hack. Tremendous. Thanks for letting me have it. The main. I thought I should also... Well, not, it's not because of this. It's because it's delicious. But so much of uh, vegan food, or a lot, a lot of what people think of vegan food, is like replace the meat thing with something that's pretending to be it. And there's so much food that is just great, that just already was, that, that is. 
And so for my main, if you'll let me, mm. can I have a, a, vegan, a vegan Ethiopian meal all, all in one? All of the stuff. Yeah. On the, bre- on the all, spongy bread? All of it. Yeah. yeah, on the injera. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The first time I had this was like a food stall in Greenwich Market. Like, Wow. All of Greenwich Market wow. turned up. This was like 15 years ago. I wasn't vegan. I never had Ethiopian food. And there was this stall there, just this one lady with this incredible array of stuff that smelled amazing. And I just thought yeah give that a go and it was the fact I'd never tasted any of it before yeah. was just like everything was mind-blowingly wonderful yeah so if possible I'd also can I have never tasted it before oh good that's great absolutely because there's something which is like there's some things which are comforting like I've eaten pasta all my life and cheese and stuff up until a certain point but this was just so much. I still love it, and every time I see a, a, an Ethiopian stall, I'll, I'm just fucking there. There was a period we were writing ghosts, and we were right next to a place where there were food stalls, and I just had it every day and never got tired of it. But I would love to not have ever tasted it before. Can I ask a technical question about thing. this? Yeah. So we can definitely do that. I think that Jeannie can do that. He can make sure you've never tasted it before. Yeah. Hence, erasing your memory of ever eating the Ethiopian food. Yeah. So how are you picking it for your dream menu if you can't remember it? (laughs) Wow. I'm going to tattoo it on my (laughs) body. Yeah. Pick Ethiopian. (laughs) And you you think you can interpret that message... Food. I think I just think pick it, Ethiopian food on the off menu po- on off the off menu podcast yeah. for your main yes <laughs> I mean it's probably more of a back piece yeah I mean uh, well I don't really need I just ordered it didn't and I then then I evade yeah. your memory after so do you want me to Men in Black yeah so yeah I'm, I've ordered it up front and then when the food comes you erase my memory so when the food comes you go what the fuck is that yeah. <laughs> Go, wow, this smells. I go, what's that? It smells amazing. Yeah. And then I eat it for the first time, and I'm, I'm in heaven. Thank you very much. I'm going to be sneaky, though, when I erase your memory of the Ethiopian <laughs> food. I'm also going to make it so you d- don't know who your kids are. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Didn't say he wasn't an evil genie. Now, I've listened to this podcast quite a lot. I've not known the genie to do that sort of thing. I'm mischievous sometimes. Yeah. I think I'll remember them from the bread course. Maybe. Well, yeah, at the start of this, you said genies don't exist. So now I'm, 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 showing, I'm teaching you a lesson. OK. <laughs> Shit. Better be some good Ethiopian food, man. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. What you've said about Ethiopian food, I relate to 100%. It's so amazing. It's incredible. It's, I've never had a bad version of it, ever. Yes, it, Every yes. time I've seen an Ethiopian restaurant, it's always that good. Yeah. It's, and the first time I had it, it was, like, mind-blowing. Yeah. I was in Amsterdam. My friend took me there. It was like, this place on the corner. And I remember, like, having it and being like, well, this is all I'm going to want now from now on. Yeah. It's so good. I don't know what it 
is. I think I just like there are foods that I'd had before that resemble some of those dishes, mm-hmm. but the spice, the combination of spices is different, and it's I just love it. The so bread's much. wild as well. Oh, yeah, spongy, slightly sour bread. Yeah, putting that, everything that, on top of the bread. The, like the yeah, because I've seen it in restaurants where you just get a massive bit of bread and everyone is sitting around the bread and, and you all on just top. get involved. And then I mean that hands. stresses me out in terms of sharing. Fair that enough. If if I'm doing that, I'm eating as quickly as possible to get to the middle of the bread. I'm like just taking stuff from you other people's You don't like to side. share, do you? No, 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 you don't no, want no. to order your own. It's good food for a date as well, because you eat the bread, you go in. It's like Lady in the Tramp, but you just end up shaking hands. We're not going to go there, are we? <laughs> Ed's manager's on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> a lovely, great meal, thank you. <laughs> so t- take us through what's actually on there. Well, part of the thing for me... This is probably an awful confession of ignorance, but I just love... I don't really... This is the other thing I I like. One of the things I like to do when I go out is order food that I can't make. Yeah. And this is definitely in that category because I couldn't even tell you what the fuck any of it is. (laughs) Yeah. Again, 100% with you. Don't know what any of it is. There are, like, lentil-based stew-type things... Is that a what? Is that a what? Is that a what? Europe there's what, definitely right? something called what. What? I think you're thinking... Europe what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's, something called a, there's something called a and what? And the bread is called injera, I know yeah. that. Yeah. Fuck, we really have erased your memory of it, haven't we? Uh, after, after that, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. There's a cabbage thing that's incredible. Yeah. It's just it all nice stuff. I should have probably... Learned a bit about it when well, I was preparing to pick it <laughs> for a live podcast at the Royal Albert Hall. Dream side dish, Matt? Um, this is going to be chips. <laughs> Do you want me to erase your memory? Do you know what chips are? Um, no, but I'd like you to reinstate the memory of my two dear kids. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to do that, but unbeknownst to you, I'm going to put two other people's kids in your head. In your head. <laughs> You're going to think they're your kids. In fact, earlier on, I met a couple of brothers. <laughs> boys! They're a little unconventional. So for the side, I'm taking my two lovely boys <laughs> down to the beach. Yeah. Brighton Beach. There's a... a there's a vegan fish and chips place called No Catch. Fuck me, that's a lot. Great name. And um, it's lovely. And the chips are lovely. I've had lots of lovely chips in lots of lovely places, but I wanted to give that place a shout-out. And I love chippy chips yeah. with salt, vinegar, and a little tub of mushy peas to dip into as well, if Ooh. I may side my yes. side. Are chips vegan everywhere, though? Oh. Or are they, like, double vegan at No Catch? Well, at No Catch, the vegan stuff is, like, they do... Like the vegan the, fish? They do the, the battered stuff and, nice. and things to it for that. But I just want the chips from my side. It'd be funny if No Catch is just um, a place where they've got no fish because they're shit fishermen. Yeah. <laughs> it's just chips. We fucking... They put, we they, came up short again, we got nothing. Yeah. 
Like they just wrote that on the board one day because they didn't have anything and everyone yeah. thought it was really fucking cool. Yeah. That's cool, vegan, I like it. Yeah. We're just uh, saying okay. it's vegan now because All right. Nigel's not brought that. any fucking fish back again, so it's a vegan place now. We've got Yesterday's Heads, if you want that. That's a good name as well. Kind of band Is that it? would listen to. What makes these particular chips so good? If they're a little bit crispy on the outside, very soft on the inside. Mm-hmm. They're chippy chips. How much salt, how much vinegar do you okay. put on Matt Bainton? I'm putting on a decent portion of chips. Yeah. I'm putting one of the little sachets of salt. Uh-huh. Just one. That's enough. Oh, how are we feeling oh, about damn. that? <laughs> You've got booed. Sorry, you want? Do you want? You want more salt? Uh, are we talking two sachets? <laughs> Here comes the arena comic again. <laughs> Three sachets. <laughs> Four sachets. <laughs> I think three sachets seems, yeah, to, be the, seems to be the hit. The consensus. It's too, it's too much salt. You're having too much salt. <laughs> but each to their own. I can have one and you can have three. Yeah. These people hate you. <laughs> that people. became clear early on. Vin- so vinegar? Lots of vinegar. Okay, right. I've done. Yeah. I've done this with guests before, so you're just going to have to tell me. I'm going to mind putting the vinegar in the bag. Okay. And you have to tell me when to stop. I'm the guy. I'm the guy at no catch. Stop. I first of all, I, did, I thought you were, it was going to be a. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, he, the guy. And then I realised you were squeezing in my mind. Or is it so easy I, to do If by anything, shakes? I think you might have put too much. Too much vinegar in. Mm, yeah. So I'll do it by shakes. <laughs> Wanking off an stop. elephant. <laughs> I've come. <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. You go in there, you say, <laughs> wipe me off, no catch. That's the... You said, you said no catch. You said no catch. It's not their deal. <laughs> you just walk in and propose a deal yourself and then say no catch at the end. Written above the door, no catch. Here's <laughs> a deal for you. You work me off. <laughs> no catch. <laughs> well, that doesn't seem to be the catch. The fucking deal you just proposed. It seems awful for me. <laughs> no catch. <laughs> I love the thought of going around proposing the worst ever deals to people yeah. and then at the end saying, no, no catch. catch. <laughs> I eat this coffee bean, you eat my shit. No catch. <laughs> Dream drink, Matt. I've already had a couple, but um, I sort of figure... I mean, I'd like, there to, I'd like to have this meal with some friends. I mean, some of it I'm sort of popping off and being in the park with my kids, I guess. Well, yeah, you were different kids in the park, remember? But I'd also like friends, Yeah, and we're all enjoying a drink and I like the thing of like having a, a cocktail before and then some wine during the meal James is going to ask you which friends you want there he, likes, he would like to hear a list of I friends I always like to hear when people say with their friends I like to hear what friends okay well this is going to be unbearable 
<laughs> when we film the TV programme Ghosts, we sometimes hire a private room in a restaurant and we all go out for a meal together. In costume? And it is... <laughs> no. One of you definitely is getting turned and away Kyle at the door. And Kyle can see us. <laughs> Put some fucking trousers on, mate. <laughs> You've been coming in here. Far to be getting fucking out of here. Anyway, it's always fun, and I'd like, I'd like that. I'd like them. The cast of ghosts. I'd like the cast of ghosts to be there. That's lovely. And um, uh, I'd like, I'd like Lolly to have plugged her phone in and put the music on. Yeah. And I'd like to be dr- quite drunk. And how are you getting drunk? What, what wine are you drinking? Um, so the dr- drink with the meal. I remember that there's a. a white wine called Norton, I think, Torontus, that I first had when I was a student in a, and it was in a, like a downstairs jazz bar and I didn't really like wine but I used to drink Were you a student in 1927? <laughs> Jack Kerouac, <up> <laughs> I've been dead for two months <laughs> Pretty cool student. I, I sort of pretended to like wine for a while and that, but then this wine was the first one I had where I was like, that's fucking lovely. I, I, don't, I don't like Chardonnays and those kind of yellow wines, I would describe them as. I okay. usually like a dry, crisp wine. Yes. That's usually the kind of wine Refreshing, I like. Refreshing, citrusy. And this is sort of like that, but it's also got floral. It's got a really floral thing going on. Mm, nice. And I just remember thinking, and we were in a jazz bar pretending that that was the sort of thing we did. <laughs> and it felt really grown up, even though we were still kids. And that whole feeling, always, when I drink that wine now, that's a sort of lovely sense memory. Kind of became the voiceover of a biopic of your life, <laughs> We were in that jazz bar and we realised. In that jazz bar, pretending we liked wine and pretending we liked jazz. <laughs> None of us knew why Even we were there. We were only kids. <laughs> how much of this wine are you drinking? How much white wine do you reckon you can put away? Because I go mad. If I have more than, like, three glasses of white wine, I go bonkers and turn into a white wine witch. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, Tops off. Yeah, everything. I mean, I'd put, I'd put away... Two or three glasses, I think. Yeah. But I'd be sort of... I'd be half a mind on having another drink at the end of the meal, so... Okay. So that we've got... This is where the water does come into play. I would would be drinking water just to kind of keep it diluted a bit. Yeah. But, I mean, with my genie powers, I can make sure you don't get... I know, because you want to be drunk. I do sort of want to be... I can keep you the perfect amount of... Perfect. Amazing, yeah. The whole thing, you don't even have to bother with the water then. Great. Out of everyone in the ghost cast... Who, when you're all having a drink, are you keeping an eye on to be like, they're about to kick the fuck off? Martha. The caveman, I'd imagine. <laughs> Martha Hal Douglas. Yeah. No question. And she is here. <laughs> we arrive at your dream dessert. I'm very excited, because it's been a lovely menu so far. I yeah. love the thought that's gone into it. I love the hacks. You have seen me become nostalgic about my cheese days, though. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, it would be a real shame <laughs> for me to have to erase the memory of your wife as well. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going vegan for the dessert? Well, I think it probably, probably not, but 
uh, the genie's going to sort of sort it out, so it's fine for me. Genie will make it, yeah. This vegan. is going to be full-on nostalgia again. It, I mean, I'll come out and it's a custard donut. Lovely. Lovely. Yeah. When I was a kid, my, we used to go on holiday to Italy quite a lot. My dad used to work there and he used to take us across there in the summer. And in the mornings, we would go down to the, what do they call them, the little... Beach? No, in France, shop. Like in, in France, yeah, it's the shop. I erased a lot more than what I intended to. What do you call them in to. Italy? My mind's gone I blank. went crazy with the erasing of the memories. <laughs> <laughs> what do but, they but you know how in Italy, they'll have, the, sh- the shop will also do, the, do espresso and will also have like pastries shop. and stuff. There's a word for it anyway. Coffee shop. Co- okay, coffee shop, <laughs> if you want to say that. Yes, it sounds lovely. And he'd get a coffee... And there'd be one of those glass display cabinets of amazing cakes and pastries and treats. And, and there, there was one that used to make me and my brother's titter called Crapfen Con Crema, because it had the word crap in it. Yes. Yeah. But what, good stuff. But what it was was an amazing custard donut, sort of dusted with icing sugar. And I still just fucking love a custard donut. Yeah. So I can't, like, there's so many desserts that I love. If I'm honest, that just I could never, ever, ever say no to a custard donut. Well, I love it because a, it's nostalgic. You got the nice memories of being with your family and tittering with your brother. That's very nice. I mainly want to know how full of custard the donut. Yes, is. right. Okay, are mine piping in the? <laughs> oh God! Okay. No catch. Here so we go. No catch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm piping in the custard. Uh. <laughs> that's a lot of custard. That's a fuckload of custard, that. It's all... That's good, though. So it's more custard than donut. <laughs> Do you want it to squirt? My mum and dad might this. This is all Albert Hall, man. I was asking, you know when you bite... It's, like, really full, the donut, and you bite in and it squirts. Custard. I... But I want there to be enough of the... Of the lovely... Springy doughy dough, yeah. mm-hmm. so not too full. Not too I want full. there to be a bit of custard in every mouthful, but mostly donut. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I respect that's, it. But that's I'm not, what I'd like. I'm not a donut guy. I don't like a donut. What? I Since don't like do you donuts. not like donuts? Well, it's just the same family as Yorkshire puddings, isn't it? <laughs> boring. Right. Honest to God, boring. Wow. I've never heard this opinion from him before. How often do you see this me with a staggering? Donut? How often do you see me with a donut? I've seen you eat donuts. When? Name of time. I don't go around name. I don't go around logging it down whenever you've eaten a donut. But like, you're supposed to love desserts. You should be logging every time I have a donut. I've definitely seen you eat a donut, man. And you didn't look too unhappy about it. And you're saying that same family as Yorkshire puddings, but your main problem with Yorkshire puddings is it takes up too much real estate on the plate. Yeah. But donut is just a donut. You rarely have it with anything else, so that's not an issue. Would this would this help? I had. A dessert recently in Scotland in a place called Mono, and it was a it was a donut ice cream sandwich. It was fucking lovely. It was yeah. a donut cut in half with vanilla ice cream and then like hot chocolate sauce. That would help. I'd have that. That's great. Yeah. It was nice. Would you do that with if I could get a custard? Look, donut. you love Italian Scottish fusion, so you should love this. Yeah. If I get. 
the custard donut from Italy. Yeah. And I take it to, what would you call it, Mono? Yeah. And they make the ice cream sandwich out of out it. Out of that. With yeah. the custard as well. Would you... Well, but then you've got custard and ice cream. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that, that's not a problem. I feel like that's an either-or, isn't it? Oh, sorry. Apparently not. Oh, sorry. I have learned oh, so now, much. Now I've got money and looks. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's two good things. Ice cream's basically frozen custard anyway, isn't it? What the fuck? <laughs> Is it? Well, yeah. hey. Same sort of same family. I know you don't like science, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but this, is, this is what you get on this pod. See, we, you think it'd be too much if we made that? Yeah. You just want the donut. You want the custard I th- donut. I think that's the pure thing. Yeah, yeah the, the crap and con crema. Do you I want you and your brother to titter at I it want together? My, yeah, I want to have to order it and giggle a bit Yeah. when I say crap. Do you want us to erase the memory of you having seen it so you and your brother can experience that for the first time together? Just don't delete my fucking kids, please. <laughs> I'm actually going to replace your kids in your memory with the kids from the others. <laughs> and you will think they're your kids. Those two others' kids who are ghosts, I twist. Do, quick question. Can we start again? <laughs> Do you and your brother look like brothers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could I tell? If you were standing next to your brother, do you think I'd be able to tell that's your brother? Well, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> um, I'm going to read your menu back to you now, Matt, see how you feel about it. Can I also have a drink oh, at hello. the end? <laughs> yes? Just quickly, just yeah. can I get a, a, a shot of a nice Amaro? Yes. Thank Someone, you. One person in the front one row. One person. Yep. Yeah, you can have it. Yep. Thank you very much. I don't actually know what Amaro is. It's like a... Uh, at the end of this description, can you describe it and then say, that's Amaro? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an Italian bitter liqueur. Uh, that's Amaro. <laughs> <laughs> you would like a drink at the bar. View carré? View carré, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Water, gin with elderflower liqueur and a bit of squeezed lime. Pobloms or bread, sourdough from bread by bike with hummus at the end of the bike ride in the park with your children. Starter, fennel and, ap- <laughs> fennel and apple salad from Urban Bar and Grill. Pasta, cacio e pepe from the LA place. Yeah, the, the local, I think it was called. The local. Yeah, I'll have it from there. Main course, a vegan Ethiopian meal, all in one, on injera. And you want to have never tasted it before. Erase your memory. But Side not dish. my huh? kids. But not my kids. Listen, man. <laughs> I didn't say there'd be no catch. <laughs> you, you actually said that several times. I didn't say it. Not about that. <laughs> Side dish. Chips with one sachet of salt. <laughs> Find three! <laughs> Lots of vinegar and a tub of mushy peas from No Catch in Brighton. Drink. Norton Torontes? White wine. Dessert. The custard donut from Italy. Laughing at it with your brother. And the digestive at the end. A shot of Amaro. The menu of Matt Bainton. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Give it up once more for Matt Bainton. Matt Bainton, everybody. 
Thank you so much for coming Thank to our second World Apple Hall show. You've been absolutely amazing. Have a nice journey home. Again. See you later. Thank you. Well, there we are. Brilliant Matthew Bainton. Uh, and Matthew is currently starring in the Royal Shakespeare Company's production of A Midsummer Night's Dream in Stratford-upon-Avon until the 30th of March. You can buy tickets at rsc.org.uk. That's how highbrow our guests are these days, James. Man, Shakespeare in Stratford-upon-Avon. Yeah. The home of the Bard. Yeah. I bet there's loads of ghosts there as well. I'll, I'll be busting them. Oh, yeah. James is a ghost buster now. In all good cinemas, spring 2024. Springleaf. Springleaf. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another live show from the tour. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and he just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.